action. I was one of the first women to serve on an aircraft carrier. Danger. The governor had called and there's a situation and they need to evacuate. Adventure. I'm watching all the coral and all the fish and just the serenity of the ocean made me feel a sense of peace. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 64, Touchdown. My name is Frank Morley. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a Rear Admiral in the United States Navy, and this is my sea story. I was uh, fortunate enough to be a test pilot on the first carrier landing of the F-18 EF Super Hornet. I was just a lieutenant. It was back in the mid-1990s. Had the great fortune of uh, timing to be a part of this neat opportunity for a test pilot to be part of a new airplane. The uh, F-18 Super Hornet is a all-around strike fighter, as we term it. What the beauty of it is, is you know, the carrier and the Navy in general goes somewhere in the world with what it has and has to do what needs to be done. So we tend to build platforms that are very versatile. And so the Super Hornet is the uh, highest level of versatility for carrier aviation. It's one of the world-class fighter aircraft. Our most important milestone, the one that was most publicly visible and most important for the program was initial sea trials coming up, taking it to the boat for the first time. It was a cold January morning. My new wife of a few months uh, dropped me off at the hangar about 4 a.m. And I went to do this uh, rather monumental event. And for the final time, we towed the airplane out to the end of the runway and had the entire team once again prepare the runway and to uh, wave goodbye, if you will, and good luck as I headed down the runway, which was very uh, touching and uh, motivating and inspiring to see this team of hundreds from all different organizations that have come together. I'm by myself in the airplane and my fellow uh, test pilot is in a chase airplane, a regular Hornet, as we headed on out. Now, we were going off the coast of North Carolina where the USS Stennis was. Stennis was about a year old at the time. And um, it was, uh, again, like I said, a very cold day. And I saw environmental conditions I had not seen before, which is we headed over the uh, Gulf Stream out over the Atlantic. The seas were very gray and they were steaming as well because we were in warm water. Ideal conditions is a nice sunny day with very calm seas and the decks not moving. This was not a good weather day. The ship was in a snowstorm at the time. Nobody was on it. It was purely out there for us to do these tests for the next week. Things were kind of unique. So the approach that I flew was the Airbus calling me on the radio and saying, Spanky, we're clear of the weather. Come on down and enter the break. The carrier approach, for those not familiar, is that you come into the break at 800 feet, 350 knots, and then you go into about a 4G left-hand turn into the break to get on downwind. In terms of G-forces and numbers of G-forces, so uh, one G is what we all live with today, one times the force of gravity. So your normal experience on the surface of the Earth is one G. Two Gs is twice the force of gravity, so you feel twice as heavy as what you are. So what does that feel like? If you try to lift your arm, it's gonna feel, if you're four Gs, it's gonna feel four times as heavy. 
your concentration and focus is purely on the task at hand. You try to put aside the uniqueness of this event or this opportunity, and that's something that you think about later. Really had opportunity for one low approach, and then we put the hook down for the actual trap, and I had one extra pass left in me gas-wise before we'd have to go back. The trap was fine. I knew a lot of people were betting on what wire I would catch. With a four-wire carrier, the number three wire is the ideal. Of course, you didn't want a bolter, which has missed the wires, and you didn't want a one-wire. As it turned out, I uh, barely cleared the one, skipped the two, and hit the three. So, uh, an ideal wire, although I didn't get there in an ideal way. Landing on the carrier is a total focus and concentration, obviously, for the precision required to do it, followed by a rather forceful landing because you maintain a particular rate of descent. There's no reduction in that. And then you uh, hit a wire. You get thrown forward. Your harness locks, of course, but you get thrown forward with a great deal of force as the airplane decelerates from about 150 miles an hour to zero in uh, just a couple hundred feet. The most memorable uh, moment was probably at touchdown because it's a couple of years of workups uh, for this. Uh, obviously, the amount of effort crescendos as you get closer and closer. You know you have a lot of people uh, counting on you. One mistake could uh, really have uh, seriously put the program in jeopardy. So a lot of uh, pressure on that, and then when you do land and successfully get on board, there's a big relief there and a moment of opportunity to reflect on all that very briefly. We shut down immediately at that point. They take me straight down to the hangar deck where the press is waiting and we do multiple TV and radio interviews remotely from the ship because this was a very significant event for the Navy and Naval Aviation. And that is how we got the F-18 EF Super Hornet onto the boat for the first time and was certainly a remarkable opportunity for me and a total team event for everybody. My favorite part about flying, that's a tough one because there's many parts of it. The science of flying is very fascinating, all that goes into it and the miraculous machines that are involved in order to do it. The types of missions we do can be very uh, challenging and complex, and that provides a certain uh, satisfaction. And then, of course, it's just the pure joy of flying and being in the air, of accelerating, of being in control. The level of complexity and the spectrum of challenge is amazing, but ultimately, uh, when you have that free moment in the sky with an airplane that performs like this, with nothing to do but maneuver it around the clouds and look down at the scenery and reflect on the joys of the act of flying, and that's probably where it all starts and ends. If you want to hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story today. Sea Story is brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.